Let us begin. Okay. We have a new Mishnah. Really, at the bottom of the Flam and Alphon. Basically, we have a new Mishnah. Al Shalish Averis Nashim Mesis Bishasli Dasa. There are three Averis, there are three sins for which women die in childbirth. In other words, as a punishment for not being careful about these things, they die in childbirth. Al Shainan Ziris Benidas, if they don't take seriously the prohibitions of Nida, Bechala, they don't take seriously the prohibitions of the uh, mitzvah and the prohibition surrounding separating challah, and finally uva had lokas aner and um, not taking seriously the mitzvah to light the candle, to light the candles for Shabbos. Says the Gemara, neither my time. What's the source? What's, well, why is it that a woman should die in childbirth because she's not careful about neither? So this one seems easy. Umber Yitzchak. Keep cutting out over here. I'm reading audio, I don't know about the others. Um, can you hear me now? No, I just cut out for a second there. Um, I don't know what's going on. Yeah. But, um, the indication here says you don't you don't have good network bandwidth. Yeah, I don't understand what we what's going on with my Wi-Fi. Okay, can you all hear me now? Can you hear me now? Can hear you. Okay. Let us hope that this holds. Um, we were just saying, the Gemara was asking, why is it, the very first line of the Gemara, why is it that Nida is seen as a punishment, or that, excuse me, that death and childbirth is seen as a punishment for not being careful about matters of Nida? So it says the Gemara, Amr Rav Yitzchak, he killed Glob Chadri Bitna, Lafikach, she messed around. She wasn't careful with her body, with her reproductive organs. So, so too, she is punished um, through her reproductive organs. Um, okay, Tainach Nida, that explains Nida. What do Hafrafis Chala and Hadlokas Haner have to do with birth? There was a person, a Galilean, who said as follows in reference to Ravchista. Or in front of Rechista, I should say. Who says, I put a Revi'ez Dam. A Revi'ez Dam is kind of the minimum amount of blood. A Revi'ez is the minimum amount of blood that's considered like Dam Hanefesh. Like that, that's a, a, an amount of blood that's worth reckoning with from a halakhic perspective. So I put that amount of Dam, that amount of blood in your bodies. Right? In other words, I gave you life. So I'll iskei Dam Hizartiyazchem. So on matters of blood, you have been um, nizar, you have been cautioned, right? Racious karasi eschem, I have referred to you as firsts, right? Why are you firsts? So uh, the Pasuk in Yirmiyo, um, the Pasuk in Yirmiyo says, Kodesh Yisrael HaShem, racious to Israel is holy to God, racious to Um 
Klal Yisrael is called the first of Hashem's produce, right? Uh, that's one of the many ways, the many nice positive ways in which Klal Yisrael is the first. So, says the Gemara, Rashi's Karasi Yischem, I have called you first. At least gave Rashi's is happy Yischem. So you also have to be careful on matters of Rashi's. What's the Rashi's of the first that we're talking about? Rashi's Arisa Secha, the first of your dough, also known as Chala. So so far we have blood, which is presumably a reference to Nida, and second, secondly we have um, Chala. Which we have rages, which is a reference to Chala. right? And finally, um, the soul which I have placed in you is called a candle. And now is And finally, I have cautioned you: you have to be very careful about the candle of Shabbos. If you're careful about all these things, that's great. If you're not careful, then I'm going to take your life. Right, very, very serious, um, very, very serious words. Says the Gemara, Umayshna Vishasli Dasan, right? Why during birth specifically is there, like, why if Akadish Baruch is going to punish somebody, why does it have to wait until they're, uh, why does it have to wait until they're giving birth? What does that have to do with anything? Says the Gemara, I'll explain. Amar when the, when the ox falls, that's a time to sharpen the knife. Right? In other words, because there's a kind of an already existing danger that's happening to the person, so that's kind of a, a moment at which it is ripe to, um, to um, inflict punishment. We'll explain this a little more deeply um, as the Gemara proceeds. Habaya Omar, toughest tiroids amsa bechad mechatra. Right? Uh, I should say it's really, I think it should be punctuated, it should be punctuated, toughest tiroids amsa bechad mechatra lahave. There are many sins, there are many, the, the, the maidservant has con- committed many transgressions. That's, he's, he's using all the, they're using all these like contemporary uh, comparisons. The maid has committed many transgressions. Um, but she only gets hit, she's going to get hit once. In other words, there's, there's going to be one opportunity to punish her for all of them. Um, so, right, what we're saying is that there has to be, so far we know the punishment has to fall out somewhere. This is a weak moment. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's an, it is a, it is like a, a weak link in the chain. The punishment has to fall out somewhere. It might as well fall out here. What more do we know? So the Gemara is going to keep talking. This is a different angle. I, I think this is a different angle. Rashi seems to imply that all of these are not necessarily that these are not necessarily adding any level of, of explanation. But I'm not 100% sure that he's, that's what he's saying. And to me, it does seem like they're adding levels of explanation. Um, says, Leave the drunk guy alone. Because the drunk guy will fall on his own. Right? In other words, um, the... In, in this scenario, Rashi explains that when a woman, right, when a woman is pregnant, she needs to be, you know, asking Hakadosh Baruch Hu to uh, to open up her womb, right? In other words, when she's giving birth, she needs like she really needs special intervention. It's at that moment, if she doesn't have zechuyes, if she has been lax, that she might not get that special intervention because Hakadosh Baruch Hu Chas might say to her, "Hey, hold on a second. So, since when are we friends?" You know, so. Now we're getting a little deeper into what exactly, um, what exactly the uh, the objection, what exactly it is that's happening here. Marukva um, Amar Raya Chigra, 
The easy rehatin is a very interesting muscle mark for us. He says, the shepherd is lame and the goats are running. But, right, despite the fact that he's lame, but once it's time to come home, right, they only have one home. So he can't chase after them. So they misbehave and he can't chase after them. However, above, right at the gate of the uh, the chutra is um, the uh, the the goat enclosure, right? Mealy, he's going to start yelling at them. He's going to start giving it them over the head because they're going to come back to him. They have no choice in the end. And finally, um, Abedari, when it comes to the um, the separation of the animals, right? The uh, the the, uh, the deer, the um, and the animals are separated out in the pen for their whatever their life purposes are going to be. Um, so chushbana. Then there's an accounting. In other words, it's true that the kevayachol, the midas hadin, is not able to uh, catch people all the time. But there's a point in time when we all have to come face to face with the midas hadin. The attribute of strict justice. I'm Reish Lakish. Says Reish Lakish. Mishash Abram al Hagesheim. Excuse me, I jumped down the line. Rav Papa Omar, Abab Chanvasa Nefishi Achi Merachme. At the door of the store, right? It's an interesting uh, comparison. At the door of a store, there are a lot of friends, right? When somebody is in a, a moment of good fortune, there's lots of friends and lots of almost lots of family members they didn't know about, right? Everyone knows about this. Abab is Yoni, but on a bad day, Bloy Achi Bloy Right? Again, it's uh, along the same theme. That there are um, there are moments which are uh, which are better moments than others, and the fact that the um, the punishment comes at the weakest moment is not a surprise. It is in fact the uh, the natural thing. Okay. Um, the Gemara asks a very good question. The Mishnah implies that the people who aren't careful, men who aren't the, the people that I should say, people who aren't careful about mitzvahs are only punished if they're women. How about men? Right? What moment in men's lives? We've just established all this uh, this whole idea of like, yes, when there's a weak moment, a dangerous moment in your life, and someone's life, chasham, shouldn't happen to us, they are judged. They receive judgment on their earlier poor behavior. So what's the analog for men? For women, we said it's while giving birth. Amrish Lakish b'shash Avram al-Gesher. says when they cross bridges. Says the Gemara, Gesher b'sulay, is there like no other scenario except bridges? How often does a person cross a bridge? Says the Gemara, ain Gesher. It means any situation which is like a Gesher, which is like a bridge, any situation where there is some element of danger, and you need the kind of person needs to draw on his zuchuyes, on his merits, to cross in safety. Gemara says, Rav over the Mavr the Akum. Rav wouldn't cross um, a bridge. Or uh, he wouldn't uh, he wouldn't use a uh, a ferry, I think actually he wouldn't use a ferry that had a non-Jew on it. Oh my, Dilma Mifkid Dina Le Maybe he's it's going to come time to punish him, right? Because Baruch is going to right? presumably the non-Jew is not righteous, and because Baruch is going to come to punish him, and I'm going to go down with him. I don't want that. Nobody needs that. Okay. Um, Shmuel, Shmuel did the opposite. Shmuel would make the point of Dafka going on a boat that has a non-Jew on it. Omar, Sitna betray Umi Shalat. He would say the Sutton can't have power over, um, which is Satana, does not have power over two nations. Okay? Different uh, approaches to life. 
Rabbi Yannai Badik Ba'avar, Rabbi Yannai would examine the boat for holes, and then he would just get in the boat and not worry about it. But it's interesting, right? He would he would he would make his he he didn't trust the mechanics. Imagine he would go to the airport and say, I need to do my own equipment check. Right? Um has a general opinion. You're not supposed to ever put yourself in a situation that you're that you're sakana, you're in danger. Because uh, you're thinking, oh, maybe they'll be, uh, the, I'll be fine. They'll do a miracle for me. No, You can't assume they'll be a miracle for you. They might in nine days, and then if in fact they do a miracle for him, so right? That's not good either, because they are taking away from his zechuyas, from his merits, in his uh, heavenly bank account. Okay, Amr Abchanan Ma'ikra Katayti Mikol Chasad Mikolam is very famously the pasuk that uh, Yaakov says. Um, in his message, uh, in his, uh, in his, not in his message, in his tefillah, to um, to Hakadosh Baruch Hu just before he sees, for just before he meets Esav upon his return from uh, Padanaram, um, and he says that you know he's split into two camps, etc. And he starts off by saying, "Katayti, I've become small from all the chasadim, all the kindness you've done to me." So, because I'll explain that. He was worried, in fact, all the kindness, all the great things that had happened to him perhaps reflected that he was cashing in on his reward instead of preserving it for the next world. Okay? Um, very well. Rebzeira, on windy days, on days when the gale winds were in, he wouldn't walk between the palm trees because he held it was dangerous because the palm tree could fall and kill you. Probably actually a coconut can fall. I don't know. Uh, I don't know if they are coconut palms. <laughs> a person should always ask a Kaddish Baruch for mercy that he shouldn't get sick, right? He shouldn't. Right? He should be uh, prophylactic about it. He should. He should say. He should. He should say, Kaddish Baruch please make sure I don't get sick, right? Because if he does get sick, then he's in a vulnerable situation. And when, when he's in that vulnerable situation, he's going to have to kind of uh, bring some zuchuyas, bring some merits on which to, uh, on the, on the, on the uh, strength of which to uh, justify his continued survival. Okay? Amar uh, Marukva says, Micro, what's the Pasik that, that, shows, that shows us this idea? This is in reference to. Uh, the building of a mica, the building of a fence. It's actually very, very interesting to me, the, uh, the symbology of this, but the uh, the responsibility of a homeowner to build a fence around his roof. If he has a roof that's accessible to people, he has to make sure there's a there's a fence there so no one falls off. Why? Because the faller will fall. From it. Right? So, it is upon him, right? Somebody who injures himself or puts himself in a dangerous situation, it is his... Um, it is his responsibility, as it were, to demonstrate that he's worthy of continued survival. Um, Rabbi Shmuel says, Rabbi Shmuel says, How do I know someone's a noifa, right? Of the fuller. What does it mean to call someone a fuller? Clearly, it was preordained that this person should fall off the roof because 
the Pasuk story, right? He hadn't fallen yet. He, 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 we're describing him falling. And he said the faller fell. So that shows that Kaddish Baruch who had, uh, had a plan from the beginning that this fellow was going to fall off the roof. So what does it mean? So why are you in trouble for him falling off the roof? Hashem was the one who said he, who decided he should fall off the roof. That's the Gemara famously. Right? Good things happen by the hands of good people and bad things happen by the hands of bad people. So um, it was incumbent on you to make sure that you're a good person and you should not be the person through whom this din, this punishment could happen. You're, it shouldn't be able to happen on your roof. It could be that was what Hashem always intended to happen to this person, but it shouldn't be able to happen on your roof. Okay. Somebody who's sick and is looking like he's going to die. They say, confess, recite, for so all those who put to death do. They confess. Everyone who's put to death confesses. Somebody goes out to the marketplace, you go into the marketplace, you're putting yourself into all types of risks, technically speaking. You're, uh, you're facing down all types of potential interactions. Uh, right? So, uh, he should think of himself as having been arrested. Right? He's like, being marched towards the judge. He's, right? He's already putting himself in a vulnerable position. Someone feels unwell in his head. He should think of himself as having been uh, ha- had a collar affixed to him. That doesn't mean a shirt collar. It means a chain. If a person went into bed and fell ill, he should think of himself as being st- st- being stood at the gallows. Anybody who goes to, to be apparently they judge people at the gallows. Um, but if he has great lawyers, then he'll be safe. But if he doesn't have great lawyers, he'll be in trouble. Um, okay, so how do we find these lawyers? Says the Gemara, repentance and mitzvahs. Even if even if uh, uh, accusers, accusing angels say that he should die and only one is saying no, he should live Nitzel, that's enough to save him um, in um, in Eiv if there's one Malach, one defending angel out of a thousand um, that's enough to save him um, to, uh, to announce that a person is straight um, excuse me, I jumped down a line. No, I didn't. Right to say, preserve him from going down to to destruction. There's a two, there's a column here. I think it's mistakenly placed. Um, Right, even if 999 parts of the uh, of that same angel hold that he should be put to get to death, but there's one little part of him that says no, he should be preserved. Nitzel, he is saved. Shenemar, Melitz, Echad, Mine, Elef, right, one out of a thousand. Okay, Tanra Abana, Hashalish Averis Noshim Mitzlis Yoldos. Right, on three Averis, the three Averis I mentioned before, women pass away Yoldos, right, as they give birth. However, there's a different version. Says the Gemara, women pass away very young. Okay, two different points. 
Right, Ravacha points out another couple of sins that are commonly that women commonly fall into. Um, they they launder the dirty diapers, the dirty clothing of their children on Shabbos. Very interesting thing. They call the Arn Hakodesh. Thinks it says it doesn't mean the holy ark itself. It means the uh, means the Arn Hakodesh in the shul. They just call it the Arna. They just call it the box, which is not appropriate, of course. Um, uh, an interesting thing. Uh, to see that it's such a severe aver. Tanya Bishmov and Allah Zoraim Ami Horatzis Mason. Allah says there are two averis for which the Ami Horatzis, the uh, the most ignorant people, die. Ashkirin la Arnakedish Arna, that same aver, they call it just a box. Ashkirin la Beisaknes has Beis Am, right? They have the habit of calling their synagogues the Beis Am, right? I'm sure we've all heard of places called Beth Am, so this that is a very, very deliberate reaction, probably not by the people who pray them today, but by the people who originally chose those names um, to this Gemara, and it is a demonstration of the utmost disrespect for the words of Chazal, who specifically say that a synagogue should not be called Beis Am. Tanya Rabbi Aimer, Shaloisha, Bidke, Nisa, Nivru, Isha. There are three, Bidikas, three tests, three potential places of tests. Um, that can be uh, can, for, of death that exist in a woman, which are the ones we mentioned. There are three sticking points of death, right? Same idea in a woman. Okay. Says the Gemara, the difference between those two, uh, those two statements is one is like Rebelezer and one is like the Rabbanon. Because Davke sticking points implies a uh, a early death, a sooner death, a hastening of death, um, which would sound like a Belazar, who's saying that there is a an element of of uh, of death at a young age specifically, okay, at a very young age specifically. Tanya, The halachas of hektish, trumis, and maestros. Right, these are gufei tayra ma'aros, just as the real tayra. And nonetheless, we trust ame aretz, we trust ignoramuses to take care of them. Now you might ask right away, we don't trust ame aretz on trumas and maestros, we have demai. Rashi explains, true, but midei reisa, from a Torah level they are trusted, and they certainly are trusted on hektish. Tanya of Nasanoimer, Ba'avayim nidarim, Mesa isha shaladam. Um, the, uh, the, the sin of making oaths and not keeping them is punished by somebody, can be punished by um, the death of someone's spouse. Which is a terrible thing. Right? Because as the Pasuk says, Why should he take your bed from beneath you? But the references to one's bed are very often construed as references to one's wife. Rabbi says the sin of unfulfilled vows, people lose their children. When they are very small, as the Pasuk says, do not let your mouth make your flesh sin. And don't come to the Malach and say, which means Rashi explains that a person is going to say, I, I never meant to say what I said, and therefore I'm not going to keep my word. 
says the Gemara. Um, ah, the Pazu continues. Lama Right? Why should Hashem become angry at your voice and destroy, attack the work of your hands? The handiwork is a reference to a person's children. Again, this is one of those very hard Gemaras where we deal with the idea of somebody's sins, someone being punished for his sins by his family members, by people who aren't him being punished. One of those very difficult concepts. Um, okay. Right? For the sin of Nadarim, children die. People lose their children because they do not have regard for preserving their learning. I understand, according to the one that says that the that's avoidedarim, that's the sin of uh, of being lax in matters of nedarim. So that's kedamim. That's what we just explained. However, says the Gemara, What's the pasuk source that proves that bittul tairam, a lax attitude towards learning, um, creates this terrible outcome? Right. Literally, that means there was no point. I hesitate to even translate the words, but there was no point in striking your children, because, right? In other words, Hashem is speaking. You there's no point in, in punishing your children to make you take attention, because you took no attention, you took no lesson from it. So, and he says, Musar, the ethic here that we're referring to is there. Right? says the other opinion can point to this Pasuk as well. Why? Because what's he going to say? He's going to say, L'shav he kei siyaspanechem al iskei shav. Right? So shav, for nothing, that's always associated with nedarim. Like Yisra Shem shav. That's the prohibition against making false uh, false oaths. Okay? Um, says, well, hold on a second. Mechli, Rabbi Yehuda Anasi, Hainu Rebbe. Rabbi Yehuda Anasi and Rebbe are the same person. So we have a theory, we have a contradiction, because earlier we quoted Rebbe as saying, Ba'avoyin nedarim v'animesim, and now we have Rebbe Yehuda Hanasi saying, that Ba'avoyin nedarim, what do you call it, that, 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 that people lose their children because of Bittal Tair, not because of the Aveir nedarim. So what happened? It says the Gemara, Basadika Am, excuse me, V'Rebbe Ba'avoyin nedarim v'animesim, it says the Gemara, Basadika Am, it's Rebbe Shimon, that part, was heard, was said, hurt, was said after he heard of Elazar Reb Shimon, who was the son of his rabbi, saying that these things happen as a result of laxity in the Dharam in Oats. That is the Gemara. Okay, this is confusing. Rabbi Abba and Rabbi are having a machlekes about a pasuk we haven't seen, which is going to be cited in the next Gemara. Rabbi Abba and Rabbi say, Right? So what they're referring to is um, why children pass away. But we don't know what Pasuk that's based on. We're going to have it explained to us in a moment, but we don't know right now what Pasuk that's based on. Says the Gemara, says the Gemara, um, what, uh, hold on a second, Bavayin Mezuzah, so when people are lax about Mezuzah, that can cause Leolainu, their children, too die. And the other one says, no, it's when people are lax about their learning. 
Um, why? What? How? What are the possibilities here? What are they arguing about? The ones that hold avoid mezuzah, that it's for laxity and mezuzah, they hold that a pasuk goes back on the pasuk before and not two pasukim before. We'll explain what this means in a second. According to the one who holds it for laxity and learning, so that's because a pasuk can be read even on two pasukim before. So what's going on? It says the Gemara, "Pligibar Meir Rabbi Yehuda, Chad Omer Ba'avoyin Mezuzah, Chad Omer Ba'avoyin Tzitzah." So I'll explain what's going on. You know, let me just explain it outside because we're going to lose track. The the pasuk says, "Plimatam Oisamas Benecha, Vedaber Ba Meshivcha Veisach Vatpodarech Veshalpokumacha, Uchshatam Almuzet Veisach Vishorech." I'm sorry, Uchshatam Almuzet Veisach Vishorecha, right? And then the pasuk says. So the pasuk says, "Teach your children, write it on your door, on your doorpost. Right? Teach your children to learn Torah with your children. Write it on the next pasuk says, write it on your doorpost, make a mezuzah. And finally, so that you should live long and your children should live long. So when somebody loses a child, it means they must have been lax in one of the things that was previously mentioned. So the question is." Does it include only the thing that's immediately before it? Or, I shouldn't say it means. You never know what anything, what it means when somebody loses, uh, when anything happens to anyone. But, at least in some cases, in some way, as I was saying, that uh, that, that, that outcome can happen. Um, so, uh, so, so, so the question is, does it go back to the positive before, which is talking about mezuzah, or even tupsukim before as well, which is talking about learning tired? teaching and learning there. That's the argument here. So now, says the Gemara, there's yet another opinion that says it's a debate about mezuzah versus tzitzis. Officially, when the man don't have mezuzah, excuse me, uh, I understand how you could say it's about mezuzah, about mezuzah because the Pazak says, you should write on the doorposts of your house. Right? So says the Gemara, um, the next Pazak is, so that you and your children should live long lives. According to the opinion that holds that it's about tzitzis, my time, what's the connection? Rav Kahana and possibly Shailamari say that it is based on something else. The Pasuk in your Mio says, also in the corner of your garments, blood was found. The blood of innocent, poor people. So that's a reference to. Tzitzis, because any reference to corners is always a reference to tzitzis. Even the opinion that holds that it's a, that it's based on mezuzah, laxity mezuzah, can use this as a source as well. The pasuk continues over there. You did not find them in a tunnel, tunneling into your house, right? These poor people didn't do anything to you that you had the right to uh, to kill them or to let them die. Right? Somebody, so if somebody uh, tunnels into your house, the terror says you're allowed to kill him. So it wasn't like, in other words, there was no, their, their blood never became free, free game for you to just let them die. But Rashi points out, Nicomar is pointing out, that a tunnel has no doorposts. There are no mezuzahs in a tunnel, right? At least, uh, I suppose your average tunnel does not, is usually round. It doesn't have a doorpost, so therefore there are no mezuzahs in a tunnel. So you made your whole house like a tunnel that doesn't have any mezuzahs. Okay. Amrish Lakish Kalhazohir Bitsitsis 
Somebody who's careful about tzitzis, he merits to have, he will merit to have 2,800 slaves. What is that? Or servants. Ten people from every nation of the world will grab onto the corners of our garments Right, grab onto the corners of a, of a, a Jewish man's garments of tzitzis, right, and say, "Take us with you. We want to be part of what you're doing." It, right. So, ten people out of the seventy languages is seven hundred times four is twenty-eight hundred, right? Because there are four car- corners of my begot because I'm wearing tzitzis. Okay, it's a very clever shot. All right, now we have a simon. Simon shenachala truma nigzalas dina shivuchta. Okay, what does all that mean? Let's see. For the sin of sinas chinam, of baseless hatred, right? Meriva. That's why Meriva Rabbi Batech Beis causes quarrel in his home, in people's homes. causes miscarriage. And it causes people to lose their children, right? That's the terrible, terrible effects of being engaged in sinas chinam, in baseless hatred. Right for the sin of laxity when it comes to the matters of chala ain bracha b'mechunas. There is no bracha in that which is in someone's storehouses. And the prices, the markets are cursed. Right, everything becomes ter- exorbitantly expensive, inflation, etc. Um, people plant, and other people will eat the produce. Right, it's a terrible. The, the economy will fail. The economy will fail. So a very, very severe um, description in Zechariah of, excuse me, not in Zechariah, in Zechariah, it's in Vayikra, it's in, um, it is in Zechariah, I don't think it's, no, it's in Vayikra. I'm not sure. I'm not I'm trying to remember what parsha this comes in. I'm sure that when Yaakov Tuckman listens, he will be stamping his feet and jumping up and down. Um, okay, if he gets a chance to listen. Okay, right. So a very, very severe description of what happens: um, fever, misery, and starvation if people are not careful about these things. Okay. So what's behala is confusion. Ella bechala. That's the reference to chala, right? Behala, right? Befkati alechem behala, right? So that can be read also bechala. For people who are being careful about chala, the nice and the misbarchen. But if people do take chala, they're blessed. Shenemar v'reishes arisei sechem titen l'koyin laniach brachal v'secha. The first of your dough you should give to the koyin to bring blessing into your home. Says the Gemara Ba'avoyin bittel chumais u'maiser shemayim ne'atzarim milahayrin talumater. For failing to give chuma ma'iser, the uh, the the heavens stop giving rain. Va'yoyker hava. Prices become exorbitant. Va'asachar aved and um, uh, profits are lost. Ubnei adam rotzin achar parnasasim ve'ein magin and people kill themselves to get parnasa to make money, and they don't make money. Shneimar. Sia's drought and uh, and heat will steal the winter days. Um, 
Okay, so says the Gemara. My mashma time the Rebbe drawn. B'shvil dvarim shtuvitzi has come in chama. I command you to take truma in the summer. That would be the time you take truma. Um, and I don't know farming, but apparently that's the time you'd be taking truma from the year's fruits. The leasisim siyigzul nichem mimei shalag mimei sagishami. So the days, the 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 days which should have been calm in the rainy season will be stolen from you. And noisim is barachim. Other people are careful to give. They get a bracha. Shenemar havi was called meisol beisa oitzer v'yitaref bebeisi. Right, you're supposed to say bring all the meiser until the into the beisa oitzer into the storage and let there be teref bebeisi. Let there be uh, food in my home. Ovechanuni is now bezayis. Hashem says, test me, right? Test me. And excuse me, the previous, um, the previous pasuk is the, pre- the first part of the pasuk is, is, is instructing you to bring the mitzvah to, uh, to the uh, to the kohen. Now, in Abuchanuni's Nabazai, Zakhazer Baruch Hu says, right, um, uh, uh, test me, right? Test me on this. See what happens if you uh, if you listen to what I'm telling you. Right, that's the only place. This is the only place we'll test Hashem. I'll open the windows of the heaven and pour down bracha blessing for you until there is no end. Mayad Blidai, Amarami Bar Rav, says Rabbi Rav, or Ami Rami Amarami Rav, until your lips wear out from saying die enough bracha, which hopefully, Hashem's help, we will all merit to very soon.